Hey, and welcome to the Healthier You podcast. This is the number one place to be if you are a female leader looking to massively uplevel your health. My name is Sarah Elizabeth and I'm your host. I'm a women's health coach with a mission to guide you into becoming the CEO of your health and your life. So each week we'll delve into topics to help you optimize your health, whether that be hormones, gut health, mindset, nutrition, personal growth, and so much more. I am so, so excited that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Healthier You. Today's episode is going to be so much fun because we're talking about libido and this is something that I get a lot of questions about, right? Because oftentimes low libido goes hand in hand with other hormonal conditions, right? So if you have missing periods, irregular periods, heavy, painful periods, oftentimes a side effect of that is also low libido. So those two things are not separate. If you are struggling with missing periods, for example, right now, or PCOS, where your cycles are maybe, you know, 40, 50, 70, 80, 90, 100 days, then low libido is going to come part and parcel of that. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail as we go. And so all of the things that we speak about on this podcast in general around how to improve your hormone health is also naturally going to support you in increasing your libido naturally. And so I don't want you to discount anything else that we've said and really hone in on this. Usually low libido is not a problem. It's a symptom of a problem, right? It's one of the things that you'll be experiencing alongside lots of other things, maybe low energy, maybe low thyroid function, whatever it might be that you're struggling with. Oftentimes it's probably the same root cause. And I figured this would be the perfect time to talk about libido because it is literally Valentine's Day as I am recording this episode and it will be released tomorrow, which is the day after. And so I don't know about you guys, but for me, Valentine's Day is really about kind of checking in with my relationship and making sure that I am... Uh, prioritizing, present, that we're making plans together, that we're strengthening that connection between the two of us. And so wherever you're at, maybe you're single and you're wanting to strengthen your um, relationship with yourself and your connection to yourself and your own body, or maybe you're in a partnership and you want to think about how you can strengthen that connection. And oftentimes I feel that a big barrier to that is low libido. And so I figured it would be a really, really good time to open up this conversation and really get you thinking about how to support yourself through that. And libido is really, really important not just for obviously your relationship and intimacy and things like that but also for drive also for um, your connection to self right if you think about where in your menstrual cycle you are your libido is at its highest it's basically when you're ovulating which is when you're most fertile but it's also when you're getting that kind of um, hit of testosterone, that increase in testosterone and estrogen is at its highest, right? So during this phase of your cycle, this is when you've got that energy, that drive. And it really does coincide with the energy that you feel when your libido is at its highest, right? And so I want you to think about, even if you are not someone who is this way inclined, think about libido and having a strong libido as something that really speaks to being in great health as a female. And so I think this is the first really important thing to note here is that your libido is going to fluctuate depending on where you're at in your cycle. You definitely are not broken if there are weeks where you're like, ugh, just get away from me. (laughs) 
I don't want to be anywhere near you right now. That's totally normal, especially if it's in your luteal phase. So that phase just before you come on your period or maybe the first few days of your period. If you're in a place where you're just like, I just want to be by myself. The thought of being around any other human right now is just like, ugh. that's totally okay. And that is totally normal. And so understanding, and this is where tracking your cycle and understanding where you're at in your cycle is so, so powerful because if you are just feeling like my libido is all over the place, maybe it is. And maybe there's a, an, a good pattern to that. So understanding that is really helpful. And this is where also doing some work on your hormone health is really important because if, for example, you have really low testosterone, which is that huntress hormone, right? That is the hormone that is giving you that energy, that drive, that sexual energy, If you have low testosterone, then obviously low libido is going to come along with that. And that's when you're ovulating. Um, that that spikes so it's really helpful to understand the basics of your cycle and what I'll do actually is I'll put in the show notes a link to the masterclass that I ran um, called the love your cycle masterclass and it really goes through all the different phases of your cycle and the basics on how to eat to support optimal hormone health so I'll pop that in the um, show notes so that you can give that a watch and uh, work through the basic principles of understanding your cycle tracking your cycle and all of that stuff because I think that's really the first place to start if you're struggling with low libido like is it low libido always is it low libido at certain points in your cycle is it it coinciding with PCOS with missing periods with painful periods like what else is going on and understanding the whole picture so that you then know how to move forwards another thing that I think is so helpful to evaluate is how much of your day are you actually just letting yourself be I think especially as female leaders, it's so easy to really set the expectation that we've always got to be on, that we've always got to be growing professionally, personally, spiritually, all of the things. There's a never-ending to-do list. And I was having a really lovely conversation with a client about this yesterday who was basically saying that the to-do list is never done. (laughs) And it really isn't, especially if you're someone who's running a business online where somebody is awake in every corner of the world at some point in your day and so you could literally work forever there's always content that could be made there is always something that could be being done that isn't being done if you're rested and I think it's so important that we kind of shut off from that at least for a little bit every single day to give ourselves that room for creative juices to flow for us to just tap into how we're feeling and what we need and to basically just give ourselves a break and this is exactly what I said to my client yesterday is that you know it doesn't count if you're sat in that break thinking about all of the things that you're doing or you're trying to do some kind of personal growth I think we've made personal growth this hobby but it's not a hobby it's still really energy demanding work and so there needs to be time in your day where you're literally just having fun where you're dancing where you're listening to your favorite music like having time to read a fiction book doing things that genuinely bring you joy and make you feel good that doesn't have anything to do with self-improvement and I think that's really really important Because hopefully all of the self-improvement that you are doing is helping you actually enjoy your current life more so. And so if you're not giving yourself time to enjoy the life that you have built for yourself or the life that you are building for yourself, literally what's the point? right? And so I see a massive correlation with the female leaders that I work with that are constantly on, that have no boundaries between work and life and work and relationships. Phone is always in hand. We can literally take our businesses around with us everywhere we go these days. And so 
it's really, really easy to get into this kind of hamster wheel of more work, more work, more self-improvement, more work. And before we know it, years have gone by before we realize I wasn't present in any of that. And I really want to be. And so I think we're the first generation of people that are really having to set boundaries with things like social media, that are really having to set boundaries with our businesses and work and clients and things because we could just keep going all of the time, but you're no use to anyone burn out. And so it's so, so important to take some time off. And I wasn't meaning to go down this really big tangent today. I actually have some really practical nutritional notes that I wanted to go through, but clearly this is what was supposed to come through today. And I think it's actually inspired by one of my first ever business coaches called Vanessa Lau. She really taught me how to use Instagram. She taught me how to use social media. And I honestly wouldn't have a business without this woman. She is absolutely incredible. And her content is always super valuable. I think she still puts out a little bit of content here and there. But basically, she went on a sabbatical for a year, right? And this woman is a powerhouse. Her business has brought in millions. She really made a name for herself as an industry leader when it came to growing on social media. So how to grow on Instagram, how to grow on YouTube, and she was really flipping good at what she did. She was speaking in front of thousands of people. She's absolutely incredible, right? And a year ago, she announced that she was burning her entire business to the ground, and she basically went on a sabbatical. She was not showing up at all. There were no stories. There was literally nothing coming from her at all. And in that year, she just let herself live, right? She uh, cancelled all of her masterminds and everything that she was doing and just lived and enjoyed her life. And she actually did a video a couple of days back that she is back. And she basically fills us in on this whole kind of her learnings of having a year off. And one of the things that she realized is that she was on this kind of never ending hamster wheel of just more, 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 it never being enough and just being on this constant roller coaster of always wanting more and improving more and doing more and everything else. And I can see how so many female leaders get into this space where it's constantly about having more and therefore really thinking about how this ties in with low libido and I'll actually link the video in the show notes because I think you know it really really made me sit and evaluate like what's important in my business what is important in my life because I I'm not here for wanting a massive business with a massive team constantly being on targets are higher and higher every month. There's always something that you want to be working towards. There's always something that could be done. There's always more to be had and you can't simultaneously live that life or consistently live that life whilst also having a really high libido. It just does not work that way. You have to have this great, and I don't think there is such a thing as balance, but you have to have time in your day where you're letting yourself switch off from that noise so that you can let yourself, I feel like sexual energy and creative energy are very, very similar, where you don't gain more creativity by consuming more. You don't gain more creativity and more energy and more vibrancy by being on this constant hamster wheel of expecting yourself to do more. You have to let yourself have a break. And so I'll actually link that video in the show notes because I think especially if you're a business owner, you'll find it really, really interesting. And this goes back to are you living in alignment with your values? And libido goes hand in hand with 
happiness, right? Libido goes hand in hand with you being at peace in yourself, with your life, with your body. If you are someone who is constantly striving for more, who is constantly on that hamster wheel of needing more, pursuing more, doing more, being most the most productive, being the most healed, the most, ha- like all of the things, it's going to take away from your energy to just be in the moment. And you need that for a strong, healthy libido. I'm really seeing a wave at the moment of female leaders who have been absolutely crushing it in their businesses and doing so well, but they're hanging on so tight and they are so terrified to let go and they're so in a place where they feel like they have to be on all the time, otherwise they're gonna lose it, that they end up burning out and they lose it regardless, right? And there are so many, you know, it's so interesting. I was looking back at this and obviously one of my mentors, Vanessa Lau, um, had that year off and came back and was like, I'm gonna completely restructure my business. Another one of my business coaches, Rachel Bell, who is again, absolutely incredible, also ended up completely dissolving her business because she burnt out. And I'm seeing this happening, right? For women who started their business maybe four or five years ago, who are now in a place where they're like, this can't continue the way that it's going. So if you're feeling like this, if this is you, then that is hand in hand with low libido, if that's what you're struggling with. But it's also going hand in hand with these feelings of exhaustion, with these feelings of burnout, with these feelings of not being able to continue with low immunity. Like all of these physical symptoms are just physical manifestations of what is going on emotionally and how much you're literally working yourself to the ground. And I'm actually quite nervous to talk about this this was not in my plan at all. It's literally not in my notes at all. It's clearly just needing to come out, but it's something that I'm, I'm really, I'm really worried for a lot of the female leaders that I'm seeing who are push, push, pushing and not giving themselves that break. And I think we're really that first generation that's having to set these kind of boundaries and really like put a bit of a stopgap between home and work. And that's really, really important, especially if you're starting to experience all of these physical manifestations of, you know, the stress that you're under, low libido being a massive, massive one of them. So I really encourage you to sit and have a think about what is really important for you right now. What do you value the most right now? And not what are you working towards? Because I think as female leaders, we can do a lot of that, maybe even too much of that. What are we working towards? What are we constantly striving for? But what do you value right now? What is really important to you right now? What do you really enjoy? I can imagine that for the most part, one of your biggest values is probably your health because without it, we literally have nothing. It only takes us to get sick, to realize how much we literally don't have when we don't have our health or when something happens and we realize, gosh, I am literally nothing without this physical vessel that I am in. And so I really do need to take care of it and look after it. But then what else, right? What else? Do you enjoy listening to good music? Do you enjoy hanging out with your girlfriends? Do you enjoy cooking yourself nourishing meals? Do you enjoy sitting and reading fiction books? Like what is it that you really enjoy doing? And how can you prioritize those in your day versus constantly just being on this hamster wheel of doing more? And I think this is probably a major component of getting your libido back as a female leader when we're looking at just the energetics and just the emotional side of things. And stepping out of that mindset has been really huge for me in my own journey over the past few months because as much as it's so easy to be on all the time, you've got to ask yourself at what cost. And I think a lot of us have built up up this bank of evidence that the harder we work, the more hours we put in, the more we get back. 
And so it can feel really scary to let yourself have a little bit of time off and to let yourself enjoy the moment, let yourself go for a walk without your phone or whatever else. We've almost conditioned our nervous systems to be constantly needing this stimulation. And that's kind of going hand in hand with low libido, not feeling connected to our partner, not even feeling connected to our own bodies. And from a body image perspective, just feeling like we're not even in our own bodies anymore. And that really brings me on to my next point, which is really around body image, right? When was the last time you spoke really nicely to your body or spoke about yourself really nicely or your body really nicely? When was the last time you spent intimate time with your body? When was the last time you let yourself just be in your body, right? I remember when I was going through the toughest time with my body image and it was wrapped up in my binge eating and restriction. I know a lot of females kind of go through this as well, where there's like this body hatred and restriction. And of course that is just completely antagonistic with high libido, because if you don't even like your body, then why on earth would you wanna spend intimate time with it and therefore want anyone else to spend intimate time with it? And so they kind of go hand in hand as well. I really recommend spending some intimate time with your body. And that might look like literally just giving yourself a little massage. It might look like, dry brushing before you get in the shower and whilst you're dry brushing just being like thank you body this doesn't have to be tough or heavy work or another way of self-improvement you're just literally speaking to yourself in a really kind way or catching those thoughts when you're being rough on yourself about what your body looks like or feels like or whatever else and trying to steer the conversation into something a little bit more positive so it's easy when you've been for a walk to be like oh I'm knackered I'm nowhere near as fit as I used to be this that the other you know really beating yourself up or you could be like clearly my body really needed that thank you body for this you know and it sounds the cheesier that it sounds to you the more you probably need it unfortunately I also remember being in that place when I was like ew that sounds like talking to myself really nicely being grateful for my body that sounds so gross but this is really important when it comes to reconnecting with your libido from that emotional perspective because spending time with your body and high libido is, you know, they go hand in hand. It's really, really important. And so asking yourself, when was the last time you spent intimate time with your body? Do you need to feel safer in your body? Do you need to be kinder to yourself? Do you need that self-talk to improve? Because all of these will be impacting your libido and how you feel about being intimate. And so something to practice that you don't need to spend extra time trying to do or taking hours out of your day to sit and talk kindly to your body this is as you go right when you're on your walk being grateful for your legs when you're carrying your shopping being grateful for your arms not picking yourself apart or setting a boundary with yourself when you are picking yourself apart in front of the mirror and steering the conversation into a more grateful or at least neutral one for now. I've got so many episodes on body image and how to get started with relationship with food and body and that kind of thing um, that dates back to all the very, very beginning. If you scroll all the way back to this podcast, that's kind of where this work really started for me is being in appreciation of food and my body and not trying to restrict and condemn and just be really tough on myself and so maybe that's where the journey starts for you if we're looking at the energetic side of things right again low libido and a history of restriction and not letting yourself eat enough are so intertwined with each other and so really thinking about how can I strengthen that relationship in a way that's not going to take me a bunch of time in a way that feels really good and safe for me and 
Another thing from an energetic point of view and what I might do actually is split up this podcast. So we've got the emotional side of things, the energetic, the mindset, and then maybe next week I'll do the actual real practical nutritional because I'm aware that this is probably going to go on for a while because we've gone on some tangents, but I hope that they've been really helpful for you. So the last thing that I wanted to speak on from this really energetic point of view, this emotional point of view, the mindset kind of piece is really about communication with the person that you want to be intimate with, whether that be yourself, whether it be your partner, whatever your romantic situation is, what does intimacy need to look like for you, for you to enjoy it and for you to look forward to it and for you to really get into it? Because I think it's really been normalized that these conversations don't happen and then we can just be on completely different pages with our partners and it's like no we need to sometimes have the conversation and really kind of communicate what it is that we actually need and what feels good and what feels comfortable and what feels safe for us and so does that need to happen and even if you are a single person just wanting to increase your own intimacy to self that's great Have you had a conversation with how you might want to do that and what that needs to look like and what environments you feel safest and happiest and most comfortable in? And what does that need to look like for you? And how do you communicate to yourself, that person, whatever it is, you know? And so really telling and not being afraid to communicate what you need and what you desire is also a really, really important part of improving your libido naturally and kind of increasing that need that want for connection and intimacy and so yeah I feel like it would be really weird for me to just transition straight now into nutrition and what we want to do nutrition wise so I'm going to split this podcast episode up into two parts and this will be the kind of energetics and next week we will go over the nutritional aspect in more detail and what we need to do from a real nutritional standpoint to increase uh, libido naturally so if you haven't subscribed to the podcast please do because then at least you'll get a notification that the next one comes out as always if you found this helpful please do screenshot it and share it on instagram tag tag me in it as well so that i can see that you have listened and i can um have a little chit chat with you about how you found it and what you took from it and all of the things and of course if you are someone who is struggling with low libido and maybe that is going hand in hand with hormonal conditions or um you're struggling with symptoms around your cycle or maybe you're struggling with burnout and stress and that's kind of playing into your low libido but if this is you you are literally perfect for my one-on-one program which is essentially my three-month one-on-one program to support you into optimizing your health so included in this program is the hair mineral testing so we'll get to the root cause of exactly how your body is functioning under stress what you're low in what your metabolic type is are you a faster metabolic type are you a slower metabolic type what does that mean for you what do we need to do to kind of support your metabolism into becoming resilient strong healthy happy what do we do to get to the root cause of your symptoms and to really start working towards optimal health and it's just it's my absolute baby i love one-on-one work and i think it's really Really, really important to work with a practitioner to support you specifically and get some really specific tailored advice um so if this is you and you're wanting some support i will leave the details in the show notes for how you can book a discovery call with me so that we can find out if we'd be a good fit together i'm also going to leave in the show notes a link to vanessa lau's video on why she quit in 
her business and what her learnings from having the year off I think it's going to be really really powerful and I'm also going to leave a link for the workshop for the love your cycle masterclass which will really support you in the very very basics of eating to support your hormones so I'll pop that in the show notes as well and in the meantime I'm really looking forward to kind of finishing this conversation next week 